Now, are attitudes shifting on a united Ireland? Yes, but slowly and very subtly. Just under two-thirds of those polled south of the border are in favour of unification. Just under one-third of those in the north agree. But attitudes on a constitution, economic changes, a flag, an anthem and more are changing. That's according to the North and South series. A large study of polls carried out by the Irish Times and Arons, that's a joint research project of the Royal Irish Academy and the Kyo Nocton Centre for Irish Studies at the University of Notre Dame, who polled 1,000 people in the north and 1,000 in the south and are now in their second year of polling. Brendan O'Leary is here. He's Lauder Professor of Political Science at the University of Pennsylvania and Chair of the Arons Public Opinion Committee who put together and analysed these polls. Brendan O'Leary, you're very welcome to this week. Thank you, and thank you for having me. What, what do your polls show you are, are the current sentiments on a United Ireland? First of all, uh, as you correctly said, opinion in the, in the South remains firmly in favour, roughly at the two-thirds level. Opinion in the North has moved up slightly from 27% to 30% uh, compared to this time last year. That's uh, within, uh, it's not fully within statistical significance, but nevertheless, it's an upward trajectory. The number of don't knows has fallen somewhat uh, in in the North. Uh, But what I would place emphasis on is two features of the uh, surveys. One is that In the north, there's a significant increase in what we would call loser's consent. That's the willingness of uh, particularly Protestants to accept an adverse outcome. Last year, we had uh, 32% who found the idea of an adverse outcome almost impossible to accept. This year, it's down to 23%. So um, that's a sign, I think, uh, a leading indicator of the possibility of more peaceful uh, transition at some juncture in the future. The second thing I'd emphasize is an increase in those who want preparation uh, for the possibility of a united Ireland, uh, both north and south. So it's shifted upwards in terms of people's overall priorities. It's not for most people in their top four, but it's gone up uh, among the top ten. There appears to be sharp divisions between North and South over the economic benefits or otherwise of United Ireland. Yes. Well, I I would uh, say carefully that we would have to distinguish between Northern Protestants and Northern Catholics. Broadly speaking, Northern Catholics and Southerners agree that um, economic unification will be mutually beneficial for North and South. Uh, By contrast, Northern Protestants are pessimistic and they see mutual ruin of the, of the contending parties. If we ask uh, people how they feel about unification, if they were to gain uh, in the South, uh, roughly speaking, €4,000 a year more, that amplifies their willingness to vote for unification. Conversely, if they're about to lose um, €4,000 a year, their, their support for the idea of unification falls but not as much. So broadly speaking, Southerners are willing to take the costs of unification on the chin because most of them think that any short-run costs will be compensated by long-run benefits. You asked people about a constitution for a united Ireland, keeping or changing the current one or making a new one. What did they tell you? We gave them three options. Keep the existing constitution, amend the existing constitution to facilitate unification or have a brand new constitution after unification. So public opinion split three ways uh, in the South. Broadly speaking, um, 
However, they more favoured a brand new constitution than any other option. In the north, they particularly favoured a brand new constitution. So we could say as a reasonable summary, southerners are more conservative with a small c, particularly Fianna Fáil voters. Uh, by contrast, northerners, particularly northern Protestants, would welcome a brand new constitution. But am I right in saying that the majority of northern Protestants who you polled on this didn't have any opinion at all. Uh, there's a high proportion of don't knows, which may simply indicate um, a lack of willingness to engage with the idea of unification. Um, but it also means that they, they lack potential knowledge on the subject. So those who favour unification should do a lot to increase uh, knowledge in the north about how things work in the south. In the space of one year, have you noticed a change in people's views? Well, we, we've noticed, um, as I said before, uh, an increase in treating preparation for a united Ireland as a priority. We've noticed a slight increase in uh, support for unification in the north. We are able to report a, a novel finding. So we posed a fresh question on whether people in the south particularly would be willing to allocate 10% of any budgetary surplus towards a sovereign wealth fund that could be put towards the potential costs of a united Ireland. And there we found uh, a significant proportion who supported the idea, as opposed to those who disagreed, and a significant proportion to hear more about the idea. And we found support for that idea in the North as well, including among Northern Protestants. So that's that's showing a willingness on the part of the South to pay towards the prospects of, of Irish reunification and a willingness to think about that idea in the North. Obviously, in the North, it's a cheaper idea. They're not making those kinds of commitments. You looked at the question of a flag and an anthem too. We did indeed. And there, there what we were probing was whether there was any flexibility in particular in the South. Last year, we found Southerners very resistant to the idea of changing the flag and the anthem. This year, we asked them a procedural question. If in the event of Irish uh, reunification, a committee of, of an all-island parliament would look at the question of the flag and anthem, potentially commission alternatives to the flag and anthem, uh, looking at um, proposals put by artists, writers and musicians. Would they in those circumstances be willing to see a referendum on keeping the existing flag and anthem or voting for the alternative? And there we found uh, flexibility in, in the South compared to last year. The idea of a procedure to consider change is acceptable. Now, of course, one has to emphasise here that in the wording we put before people, the any change would require ratification by referendum by 50% of the population. So, in effect, a southern veto would remain on those kinds of changes. There's further details on this polling on the, available on the Irish Times website. Brenton Leary, thank you for coming in to us. Brenton Leary is Law Professor of Political Science at the University of Pennsylvania.